This is Garden Variety, a horticulture podcast from Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. I'm Charity Nebbe. Holiday cacti are not demanding plants, but getting them to bloom reliably can be a challenge. Fortunately, Aaron Style and Cindy Haynes are here with some practical advice for holiday cacti and other plants that are popular during the holiday season. Hello, Aaron. Good morning. And Cindy Haynes, professor of horticulture at Iowa State University. Hello, Cindy. Good morning. Thank you both so much for being here. And all right, we're going to start with holiday cacti. And uh, first up, Aaron, there are several different kinds of holiday cacti, right? Yeah, and they, uh, they a lot of them bloom around major holidays. So that's why this group gets that kind of moniker to, uh, to refer to all of them. Most of us have... Um, most of us refer to these plants as Christmas cactus, and there is a species or a hybrid that um, is specifically referred to as Christmas cactus. But a lot of us in our homes actually have what is more appropriately called a Thanksgiving cactus. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of us, if we're seeing buds form on our plants right now or it's just beginning to bloom, probably have that species or hybrids of that species um, uh, as, as the plant in our home. All right. So the Thanksgiving cactus that blooms from when to when? It's it's about this time of year through December. Typically, the Christmas cactus, that particular hybrid, is about a month behind uh, the Thanksgiving cactus, give or take. Um, But of course, there's a lot of different factors that bring these plants into bloom. So it can vary a little bit, even year to year, depending on how you treat your plant. But they they do pretty reliably bloom kind of... uh, late, late in the year. All right. And then the Christmas cactus, that's that's later in the season. So it really is blooming mm-hmm. around that holiday and then into February, right? Yeah, it can be as late as February, depending on the, the situation. But most of the time it's blooming um, kind of uh, mid to late December, somewhere in there, which is which is apt for its name. All right. And then the Easter cactus <laughs> is significantly yeah, that's a later. Yes, it is. It's a it's a different, uh, completely different species, and it uh, most of us probably aren't growing this particular species, but it's out there, and it blooms in the spring instead of the fall, and it is much more complicated to get into bloom. It has a lot of different factors that bring it to bloom. It also occasionally also blooms in the fall, so uh, it, it very reliably blooms April. Um, kind of the April, May, March, April, maybe May range, but usually March or April. And then um, will maybe bloom in the fall, but not always. Christmas cactus have this really interesting um, requirement of both a certain day length and a certain temperature to bring them into bloom. And most of us have those conditions in our homes this time of year, so they naturally just come into bloom, and we don't have to actually have to change a whole lot to see flowers. But if we're not seeing flowers... You have to look at both day length and temperature to make sure that they're both in a line uh, to to get get those flowers back. All right. So let's talk about basic care for these plants because they are pretty low maintenance, right? Oh, yeah, they are. This is one of the reasons why they end up being so long lived in our homes. And and there there are many families that have a Christmas cactus that their aunt grew or their grandmother had. Uh, because they don't require repotting very often. In fact, they'd rather just be left alone. Um, many of them can be in their pots for many, many years without repotting. They don't mind being a little bit pot-bound. Um, and so 
That combined with the fact that they're very uh, tolerant of low uh, moisture levels in the soil. So if we forget to water them, they're usually just fine. Unless they're in bud or bloom, then we lose the flowers. But most of the year, they're not. They're just chugging along, doing their thing. They don't mind being on the dry side. Um, and they tolerate our indoor light levels very well, too. So you put all those things together and you have this plant that uh, can survive years and years with pretty simple care. And they're actually pretty easy to propagate, too, right? So if you have one of those heirloom yeah. plants, you could take a cutting, have a cutting for every grandchild in the family, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and if it's been around that long, it's probably large enough to easily take those cuttings from. Christmas cactus have this really interesting kind of uh, uh, morphology in that they they have these flattened stems, and uh, those stems are technically called phyloclads. That's the trivial pursuit um, answer for the day. Um, uh, so phyloclads are these flattened stems that act and look a little bit like leaves. The plant actually doesn't have any leaves on it for, for the most part. Instead, uh, they have these big, flat, segmented stems. And if you have, all you have to do is take uh, a section of stem that has three to five of those uh, segments in it, bury the bottom one or two in uh, either a really well-drained potting soil or perlite would be better. Uh, let it root in, and, and usually it takes about, I don't know, maybe six, four to six weeks to root in. And uh, you'll you'll have a new plant to start growing. All right. So we're we're talking about these plants being so easy to care for, and they live forever, and and all of these wonderful things. And yet, how often do you hear people complain because their holiday cacti do not bloom, or ever, yeah, <laughs> or, or when they want them to? <laughs> yeah. So we we uh, we sometimes hear that they're not blooming. The other thing I see probably even more frequently is that folks will get buds or even flowers, and they fall off prematurely. And that can be really frustrating because then often you have to wait a whole nother year before you get another cycle of bloom. Um, and most of the time, if you're not seeing flowers, the first thing to look at is the day length. So these plants need a long night, a long in uninterrupted night. And if we are turning lights on in our house or have a, a lamp that's on a timer or something like that, that can actually um, either cause the plant to bloom later than it normally would or not at all. Um, my my uh, Thanksgiving cactus last year bloomed on one half and not the other half. The half that was facing my house um, did not bloom because I had a light on most nights. Uh, it was in my dining room. But the light that was facing out towards the window was getting, or the half that was facing out towards the window uh, bloomed uh, because it was shaded uh, from the indoor light and okay. uh, was getting the right day length. It was kind of wild, actually. So, I mean, a lot of us, of course, have our plants in rooms that we use. Mm -hmm. So if you use the room and you're turning the lights on and off in the evening hours when it is dark starting at five o'clock now, um, yeah. that is going to be a problem for your Christmas yeah, it can or your be, holiday cat. Or, or, yep. Yep. It can be an issue. Um, you might get something like what I just described happened to my plant, or you might not see flowers at all. Or for many of us, it just means that they bloom a little bit later, um, maybe several weeks later than we would have normally expected them to. One of the things you can do to get around this is to keep this plant, because it is so low maintenance, you can kind of keep it in a spot that's a little less out of uh normal kind of traffic area, like a spare bedroom is a great spot potentially because you're not in there as much um, most of the year. And then when it sets its buds, um, 
you can, as soon as those buds start to open, you can move it out to where you can appreciate it, enjoy it for the, it's usually about a week, maybe two, but usually about a week or so when it's in full bloom, and then shuttle it back into its its other other place to, to hang out the rest of the year. All right. So um, it has to have its own bedroom is what you you're telling me. It. <laughs> it could, yeah. You know, it's interesting. It, the day length for most of them is uh, they need about... Um, they need only only need about 14, 12, 14 hours of darkness about, which actually isn't too hard to get in most home settings. Um, but if if that if if that darkness is interrupted, um, especially if if it you know if, it's, if you're not using the room until like ten o'clock at night every night, that can really throw a wrench in this because uh, the plants actually need an un, uninterrupted length of darkness. Uh, to measure kind of uh. the day length, if you will. That's kind of a very simplified way to talk about it. But uh, it's about the darkness, not the, the about the length of the night, not the length of the day. So um, if we are interrupting that because we're using the room, you know, if we're using our dining room early in the evening, we may still see flowering. But if we have it in a room that we use more frequently later in the evening, um, we may see very few flowers or much later flowering as a result. All right. Now, so most of us can achieve these blooms, it sounds like, with a, with yeah. a little planning and understanding what's going on. Um, I think very yeah. few of us yeah. could achieve getting a poinsettia to bloom in our home, although they are very, very popular <laughs> this time of year. So, so, Cindy, don't tell us how to get a poinsettia to bloom right now. But if you buy a poinsettia and you bring it into your home, um, what should you do to make sure it stays beautiful through the holiday season? Right. So the first thing you're going to do on a day like today, if you buy a poinsettia, you're going to wrap it and make sure it stays nice and toasty uh, as it's traveling outside to your car. And so you're putting it into a warm car. So that's the, 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 the first and most important thing to do. And then once you get it into your house, um, you're going to put it in a, uh, a bright uh, location. So it's going to get some light or maybe it's light from uh uh, overhead lights or it's near a window, but it's away from any drafty windows or doors. And then uh, you're going to water it as needed. Uh, wait until the top starts to dry out a little bit. And when you water, you're going to water well until the water drains out the bottom of the pot, maybe into that decorative saucer, and then you pour off that excess uh, water. Um, you won't have to water it very often. It kind of depends on how dry the environment is. It depends on how much light it's actually getting. Um, but if those are the things that you can do is just kind of keep it in a nice warm location with some bright light and water as needed. A, a poinsettia has been built now or hybridized, so it can last until Valentine's Day, um, St. Patrick's Day, and often will be continue in, into bloom uh, throughout Thanksgiving, Christmas, and well into the new year. You mentioned bright light, and of course a lot of offices like to That's use hard... these plants to decorate with, that kind of thing. Right. But so, right. so bright light is something that you need if you really want them to last, although of, of course they can endure anything for a few days, right? They can endure anything, actually probably for almost a couple of weeks. Um, but then, yeah, if you want them, they have, they still have to photosynthesize and those red bracts aren't photosynthesizing much. It's the leaves that are photosynthesizing. So you do need some bright light. If it's not near a window, you need some targeted lights on them, uh, for an extended time. If you want to keep them throughout the holiday season. 
Cindy Haynes, professor of horticulture at Iowa State University. Aaron Style, Iowa State University Extension horticulture specialist. For more gardening information and tips, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. You can find out more at iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Garden Variety is a production of Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Aaron Style, Caitlin Troutman, and the Iowa Public Radio talk show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time.